cool. And oh, it's the Aaron Strayer Show. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for being with us. This is where we talk about hot topics and pain points. And we bring them out from underneath the rugs and we get them talked about here. My name is Aaron Strayer and I'm an accelerated business strategist and growth consultant. And today we're going to be talking to Nicole Overcamp. And I'm super excited she's here. I'm going to talk about her. Well, she's kind of like kicked back in her chair there for a minute. If you guys are here with us, make sure you say hi. Let us know that you're on with us. We'll give you a shout out. Um, and if you have questions as we're rolling along, drop them in the feed. Well, we're kind of going to hot seat Nicole here today, too, if we need to. So <laughs> let us know what you got questions about as we talk about money. We're continuing our, our series on money the month of March. And so we are rolling into some more on money. Nicole. Overcamp, guru of all things financial planning and retirement planning specialist. She feels um, that most of us have a false sense of security in and around money, and she loves to address that and come at it at a different angle and make sure that you're set up properly going forward in life. I know, look at her sitting back there. I'll just kind of go. She's sitting back there. She's ready to hit this. She has a huge mission to empower females specifically to own their money futures. I know. And she feels super confident in coaching their money choices. So I'm happy to have you here with me. She's super qualified. She owns her own financial consulting group she, in New York. And she is just like beyond qualified with MBAs and all kinds of financial planning and blah, 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 things around money that I don't understand. And I'm super glad that you're here today, Nicole. I know she's going to like scoot up and tell us all the good things. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so excited. So excited. Hi. How are you? Awesome. How are you? I'm fabulous. We got lots of people on with us. Hi already, you guys. Um, so, so your background has always been in the financial industry, right? Like since college. Since college. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. actually, um, even putting myself through college, I worked for a financial advisor. So I, um, I got right into it. I've been in the business since I was 21. Really? Yeah. yeah. See, and so like all your life experiences, all your training, all of your, like you have an MBA in this, like you're like no joke. You have your consulting company in New York. You're not like no joke. You're like no small farm town girl, you know, counting corn cobs here. So like your main focus also in your business is around, right? Like planning and like making sure people are set up to you know live right like when they retire and things like that like let's talk about that 100 like, um a big part of our our practice is in in focusing on working with women and and i made that shift actually a couple of years ago because i i saw that there was such a need for a place for women to come and feel comfortable and not feel judged and be able to actually air out their money issues and have a a practical plan to be able to move forward and accomplish their goals and have someone hold them accountable and be their money like BFF, right? Yeah. <laughs> they know that they have someone to fall back on, that somebody has their back, that someone's watching them and helping them really become successful because a lot of the times when it comes to money, um, 
it causes a lot of stress and anxiety. And when you want to make changes, it's hard. It is challenging. And, and to sustain success long term, you need someone there with you and, and to hold you accountable and to be there when times get tough or you're challenged or you're not sure what decisions to make. So um, we really we really focus quite a bit of our practice around that mentality and, and not only building financial plans for our clients, but coaching them along the way and holding them accountable to make sure um, we're coming up with strategies and solutions that work within their lives. Um, most of us are super busy, women especially, and um, you know we feel guilty for taking time and setting it aside for ourselves, and, and we shouldn't, and, and money is important, but it, it seems to be one of those things that always gets kind of pushed to the, the bottom of the pile when, when it comes to ourselves and, and taking care of us and our peace of mind and, and having that sense of clarity and confidence. Yeah. Do you find a lot to um, that it gets pushed to the bottom of the pile, uh, like hand in hand with the mom guilt, like that's not important and I shouldn't be able to, like in my mind, as soon as you said it gets pushed to the bottom of the pile, I'm like, ooh, guilty. <laughs> right? Like guilty. Oh, yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I think that we as women don't, um, I think that that's that, um, that mentality that's been brought forward, like we, that's the guy's thing to do. And that's their thing to take care of. And I, you know, girls aren't smart in math and numbers is financial and that's money and math is money. And it, right. Like mm -hmm. I feel that that's a mentality that just kind of gets to get like that gets to be popped. Like, <laughs> yeah, sometimes, I mean, especially for, for when women are moms and you're doing a hundred different things and the last thing that you want to do when you get home at night, when you're exhausted and you have lunches to make laundry to do things to plan for tomorrow, um, you, you rarely want to sit back and be like, okay, my money's a mess. I need to take care of it. Like, right? it just doesn't sound exciting. Um, and, and for a lot of the time, yeah, I think. Um, in, in a lot of relationships, men are more dominantly handling the finances or if you're single. Um, and what I hear a lot from clients is, Nicole, I've been watching you for a long time or six months, a year, and, and I love your stuff, but I've been so hesitant to reach out because I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I'm embarrassed of where I am and I feel like I should be able to handle my money myself or control control this myself and know what I'm doing or I feel guilty or I think I should be further ahead or whatever ridiculous excuse that you know people come up with in their heads in this feeling of inadequacy is um is really what we see most and it's it's so it's so unfortunate because no one, most of us anyways, don't graduate with a degree in money. We're not trained in how to do cash flow or budgets or track our money. Um, you know, we're thrown out there in, into the world and we're, we're told to do everything and anything under the sun. And, and a lot of times it's just not one of those common sense things, right? And, and so, A, that's why I have a job and I'm super, <laughs> uh, super happy about that. But it, it's never about, um, judgment. It's never about um, you should have or, or um, you know, you, you shouldn't be in this position. It's all about just owning where you're at and putting your best foot forward and just starting to take action and, and breaking it down into chunks. And I think as soon as people start to talk about that or know they have a place to go where they can have someone to relate to even um, and someone that's going to really listen to them, 
there's immediate um, relief, an immediate sense of um, even feeling empowered in that moment to, to be able to start conquering some of these things. Yeah. Um, it's probably once the people like say, hey, Nicole, man, I need your help. Like, I have been trolling you for months. I know what you're all about. I love the way that you, you know, talk and you do and you interact, right, the way you be. Um, and they they go, okay, now I got a secret. Like, I've really been thinking about leaving corporate and going and doing this great big, you know, I got this dream, <laughs> right? I have a dream. <laughs> you know, but they know that there's, yeah, that there's something bigger out there for them, but they – you know, that trying to replace the income from their J-O-B that they have, like, is that like a lot of, in my head, it would be like I stepped out without a prayer, but um, I didn't have a plan. Don't do what I did. Um, <laughs> call Nicole first um, and don't do what I did. But is that something that you help them navigate and set up? Like, okay, well, this is what you make in your J-O-B right now, and this is where you're planning on going, and, like, let's make a plan of how to get to where you want to go so that you are happy doing right. what you're doing and, you know, being your true, honest self. Yeah, I, um, I'm a huge advocate of being happy and, and living a life that you love. So a lot of, and I actually work with a lot of women, it's, kind of a common thing to, to be working in the corporate world or have a, a J-O-B as you phrase it. Um, and, and, but internally they're dying, right? They have yeah. this sense of, oh my gosh, like if I have to be here another 10 years, it's literally going to kill me. Um, even if, if, if they're making good money, they just know they have this higher sense of purpose or want to be able to have ownership in something or a higher level of reward um, for, for a feeling in that sense of accomplishment. So for, for women who, who come to me and, and typically what we do is we reverse engineer the whole thing and, and take a look at what is, is current and getting a good handle on what current expenses are mm -hmm. and understanding What's the baseline? What's the bottom line income that you need to come in to just survive, right? Yeah. Um, and then build on top of that as far as um, what is some discretionary money that you are currently spending or used to or that will even need, right, um, from the ability to go out and a, a budget for that and, and cash flow for um food and, and everything that you can think of. And then an emergency fund, if you will, um, but emergency fund for starting your business, meaning how if depending on um, some people do it part time on the side while they're working and others have uh, the need to actually quit and then start. So depending on how that works, we, we navigate into, well, how much needs to be set aside for those months that you're probably not going to make any money. Right. Um, because most of the time when you're starting a business, you're not making money immediately. And then we need a budget for all the startup costs and thinking about, um, depending on the type of business you're starting, what expenses are going to be incurred with that. So we can go through all of the numbers. And then if they leave their employer, what benefits are they missing and what that cost Right. So um, if you're single and not married, it, it's a little more challenging sometimes because you have to think about how to private pay for health care. Um, 
you may also be losing uh, benefits like disability uh, insurance or life insurance and, and all of that. Some of them you may need, some you may not, but important to look at the full comprehensive picture so that we can look at the numbers and create a target. So you're going at it fully prepared as much as you possibly can be being an entrepreneur. You have to have some level of risk tolerance there. Right. Um, but but you at least know what the numbers are, and, and we spend a ton of time on that because so many um, people just have they, they they know what their expenses are, they know what they make, but they really have no idea what they're spending, right? And it's critical when you're thinking of starting a business to know what that is if if things are going to be shifting dramatically, and then we come up with an action plan or a time frame as far as hey, you know, if you're doing it part time, this is your break even where it's safe to leave your your job and, and still survive or this is how much i'm comfortable with you having set aside and saved for you to just cold turkey quit and then start start the dream right so it really depends on circumstance but at the end of the day it comes down to knowledge and, and the numbers and, and really working working within that so that you're not putting yourself in a position where you're just digging a hole um, because you the stress of debt and the stress and having a burden of having to pay people while building a business really can cripple your creativity and your freedom um, and flexibility to do what you need to do and focus on um, in that in that phase of startup. Yeah, um, and that's critical. And I, I, I feel that a lot of people want to DIY it so much, you know, and, and hey, yeah, I bootstrapped the whole thing. Yay me, right? Um, but I feel like this is one of those intricate pieces of starting your own business and making sure that you're set up, you know, whether you're starting your own business or not, but making sure that you have that outside set of eyes on what's going on. Because for me, I know that, man, I, I think I've already cut out all the extras, right? Like, because I DIY'd it myself and I don't need that and I don't need that and I can cut this in half and, and yep, we, we can pare that down and I don't need 700 channels on my, you know, TV disc, whatever thing that I don't even watch. And right. Like mm -hmm. I feel that there's so many things that we probably miss that outside eyes that are used to checking those things out like you, right? Like setting that budget and seeing those, Hey, you know what? Do you realize you're spending, you know, over, over, you know, $80 a week on Starbucks? Oh right? yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you realize that that that's like a habit for you? And that you really could make your coffee at home before you leave house, right? Like, like yeah. if you want to do, yeah. Yeah, a ton of it is self-discovery. And like, just, you know, when we go through all of the statements and the numbers and that, people just, you don't realize what you're spending on the little stuff and how much it adds up or it snowballs or those habits that you have. Um, and, and so absolutely being more mindful of that. And sometimes it, there's just value in having that outside view, right? Because... Mm -hmm. It's so easy for us to talk ourselves into anything being a good idea, or we don't ask ourselves the hard questions or the tough questions, right? And, and sometimes it's it's obvious for me to point something out, but when you're in the situation, it's not so obvious or it's not so easy because it's it's you, it's your life. So so having that fresh perspective and and going through everything and saying, hey, like um, you know, I'm I'm famous for the what do you love more? <laughs> you know this. Or this, one of them's got to go, you know, yeah. and, and 
one gives your life joy and fulfillment and in, in that sense of happiness and quality of life and which one is like nice to have, but you can probably chuck it, you know, um, and, and going through that because the leaner you can be when you're starting out, the, the better you are to create yourself, um, that, that better sense of, of freedom really is, is what it comes down to depending on, on your financial situation. And you can always we plan on adding some things back in and, in the um, future, but it's it's the hunker down and hustle, I call it, you know, when, when you're starting business, you need to get super serious about what's important so that you can use all of the dollars that come in for, for what it's going to take to start up and marketing costs and everything that can be associated. Yeah, so then, like, I know that this was a big question and one that came forward from our my tribe, you know, which is the whole month of March, you know, was all about money, but one of the big things specifically for you was um, the question, when when do we start paying ourselves? When, wh how much do we invest back into our business and at what point do I start paying myself? Like, what's that look like? <laughs> and I'm sure that's like an opinion and different for everybody and every every business is, is you know, different. Um, but is there like, you know, that break even point, like, or do you wait until the break even point before you start putting some money in your pocket and going? Right. It's a loaded question because I loaded, it, I loaded it up. <laughs> totally different for everyone. I mean, it, it really is. So there's no one pure answer to say, Hey, this is a coverall and it applies to everybody. But in general, cause we have to do those in generals when, when we're kind yeah. of talking about this, everybody, um, that as soon as you can pay yourself, the better. Okay, and, and now this depends on how much you set aside prior to starting to give yourself that time frame too. So um, meaning if you have a year's worth of expenses saved up, you don't have to pay yourself for the first year. You can reinvest, reinvest, reinvest. Um, but if that isn't your case, um, you're going to need to make sure. And, and a lot of times we'll come up with a, a strategic plan within building that um, business plan to say these are our projected cash flows. This is how much the the startup costs are going to be for marketing and, and reinvestment and, and so on and so forth. Um, but if you can pay yourself right off the gate, that's the way to go, even if it's a little bit because you can't get that money back. Um, and if you know you have to pay yourself X, um, be it you set percentages or dollar amounts, make sure you're also setting money aside for taxes. Um, and then the leftover gets reinvested. Um, coming up with a strategy like that, maybe like a 50, 30, 20 rule or, or something to that extent, um, it also helps keep you focused actually, uh, meaning that when you're a business owner and an entrepreneur and you're just getting started, we tend to be the shiny penny thing or, you know, where we want to say yes to everything and grab at everything that comes our way because it feels good, but it's not always um, in line with your goals or your mission. And the ROI may not be um, really what you're seeking after. So if you know you only have 30% of what's coming in is from your, your sales or your revenues to reinvest in the business, you're going to be very strategic and selective as to where that money goes and making sure that you're, you're targeting your target market um, and you know actually who that target market is. I mean, defining that and getting super clear on um, who you're selling to is, is 
critical, super, super critical, because um, you can't be everything to, to everyone, but then you'll you'll be more mindful of where you're spending the money and making sure that it's really going toward um, your ultimate business plan and, and not just, you know, sometimes sometimes you have to test drive and, and throw stuff at a wall to see what um, yep. for that too you know it's all it's all part of it but i think the the more you think things through and, and you're um cautious about the numbers the the more successful you are for the long term because you're not you're less likely to be in a position like wow i wish i didn't do that or i wish i i didn't spend five thousand dollars in publishing in a magazine that nobody reads you know that i want to get fun over um you know whatever the case may be so um, you know, ultimately, you know, when when you have cash flow coming in, if you can pay yourself 50%, set aside 20 for taxes and reinvest the 30 or, or some combination similar to that, depending on your, your taxable income, um, and, and we can sway the numbers, is a good rule of thumb to to at least follow, right? So you're, you're always keeping something um, succinct. Yeah, you know, and, and I like the way that you said, you know, the quicker you can pay yourself, the better, one. Um, and in my mind, that's like, ooh, I got a paycheck, right? Like, yay, me, I got a paycheck, right? Like, yay, I made enough to make me a paycheck, um, whatever that paycheck is, right? Like, as well, like that, I feel like that would show that I was making progress, too, mm -hmm. you know, in that mindset that goes along with the money, you know, and I know that this is something that we talked off camera about, too, was that, that um, you know, you have a psychology degree. I failed to mention that off the bat, um, <clears throat> but um, you do a lot of mindset work around money and the worthiness and the value and the receiving part, and you can back it up with that crazy knowledge of yours from your psychology degree, and like it actually has value like when it lands, so can we talk about that a little bit and like since we're all women and we all have issues with worthiness and receiving and in and around money. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> can you like just kind of share your, your, you know, what you see most often in that arena coming into your office? Sure. I, and I think initially, too, and, and now this is there's two two parts, probably your silos where you've got the business owner mindset and then the um, the just us in general as women. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and it's so critical to take the time to put yourself first and understand your money and your goals and your cash flow. And oh wait, understand your goals actually. Like think about you and write down what your goals even are. Uh, there's so many people that I talk to and I say, what are your goals? Like what do you what do you want in the next three years? And and I get this blank stare, <laughs> like. I never thought about me. I'm doing this for my kids and I'm taking care of my parents and my husband's driving me nuts about, you know, X, Y, and Z. And, um, you know, you, you're, you're so committed to making sure everybody else is okay. You've never stepped back to actually write down your top five. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and knowing what you want. And, and that's really the first step. Yet you're, you're working in, in, in the corporate world forever, or even if you want to start a business, like, it's never about the money. 
And especially when for, for us and as women, it's it's never the money, it's the the purpose or the mission that's driving it, right? Money is just a catalyst. It's all it is, right? Um, we want financial peace because we don't want to be a burden to our children. Um, we want financial peace because we want a sense of ownership and confidence and knowing that we don't have to worry uh, in the future about maybe not having security or what if I lose my job or what if I have cancer or anything along those lines that we hope never happens um, and, and knowing that we can actually retire, right? Um, and, and taking the time to be mindful about, you know, you deserve that peace and you deserve that confidence and clarity in your future. And it's not being selfish. It's super responsible. You know, it, it's actually less selfish to take the time to make the time to take care of you versus blowing up one day because you're so stressed out and you don't know what's going on um, and, and negatively affecting the, the people around you. And, 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 and for women in business, it's it's so huge to, to focus on what you want and how much you want to make and not being afraid to like just own that. Like if you want to build an empire and make a million bucks, do it. Like you deserve it. Um, ask for it and, and know your worth. Um, business owner or not, know how much you're worth. And if you think you're working way too hard for what you're getting paid, um, then you are, right? Um, then you are, and, and you need to ask for more and, and know that, right? Um, and, and the more money you make, the more people you can help. So um, that's, you know, that's what it comes down to and having confidence in that. I think, um, you know, where a lot of us tend to be in the mindset like, oh, I'm just so lucky to have this job or I'm so blessed to have this job or make this much money. And like, no, <laughs> you're not lucky. You're not blessed. Like you do really well because you work really hard, you know, yeah. and, and, and being OK with that. And, and that's a great thing. And having the confidence to, to be OK with that and know that you get what you want because of work. You don't wish it. You don't you know, it's not just given to you. And, and I think we forget that where men are just like, yeah. You know, I, I'm asking for this and I'm not even qualified. Right. And, and we skew over stuff all the time. And um, and it just it all relates to money and, and whether it's in the workplace or, or the business um, and, and yourself, like you just have to know that you deserve it and you're worth it. Like re regardless if it's asking someone else for money or just taking the time for yourself and, and psychologically being OK with that and understanding um why you might not be reaching your goals, right? That's a big part of, of what we work on is there's probably something holding you back. You know, your habit that is is crippling you financially is probably, you know, I'll use your Starbucks example. Or, yeah. Right? Um, we have so many people that spend hundreds of dollars a month on coffee or, you know, we have Tim Hortons up here, Starbucks, whatever it is. And, and a lot of the time, it's not the coffee that they want. It's they need a break from work. Right. You need a break from work. So you don't need to spend the money. It's we have to think about why are you taking 10 breaks a day? <laughs> um, it's because you hate your job. So, um, you know, it, it's finding those those purposes behind it from a psychological perspective, you know, and that's a, a simple easy example but there's so many things and, and the more we can get to know and understand our clients the better we can get at helping them and really creating successful strategies because to be successful financially and to be consistent with your your plan and money um your mindset has to be there and, and psychologically you have to be okay with the changes that you're about to embark on um and and 
when we can help with that and understand more about who you are as a person and your habit and your money type, um, we're able to create strategies that you actually enjoy. And, and we have a lot of fun. You know, we're, we have a ton of fun with everything that we're doing um, because we make a game out of it or we have small celebrations and, um, you know, everything that is, is good, we celebrate it because if you don't do that, it's so easy to get into the negative or fall into the swamp. And, um, you know, how do you crawl out of it, you know, if, if you're constantly beating yourself up? Um, you, you have to, to say, like, yeah, I'm doing a great job. I'm not where I want to be yet, but that's okay. And, and keep, keep moving forward and keep that positive, positive energy flowing. Yeah, and um, I know that we're rolling down to the end of our time, but oh my gosh, like your the nuggets and the information and the just wrapping your head around the knowledge and the things to think about that we wouldn't normally think about because you're in in it all day long. That's your expertise. That's your plan. You know, what I mean, that's I'm so excited to have you on to to make us think about about these things that most of us never think about right? Like we want to know, we want to be set up to succeed. We want to be financially stable. We want to be okay with how much money we're making. We want to be able to pay ourselves and invest back into our company and go on vacation with our kids. We want to live in that and world and that both. I want to do both. I don't want to choose. <laughs> you know what I mean? But how do I get from that? Which one do you love more to guess what? I get to have them both. Mm-hmm. And that's all with implementing someone like you into our world. So how do people find you? How do people find you if they want to reach out and um, get more information from you? Like your website or Facebook, like how do people find you? You know what? Website is awesome. We have a link. Actually, people can just book meetings right on our our website. It's wilcoxfinancialgroup.com. Uh, and our contact information is on the website as well. And, and also Facebook is great. I mean, anyone can feel free to just message me through Messenger, Nicole Overcamp, uh, through Facebook. And I'd be happy to um, schedule a time to jump on a call or, or answer quick questions. Um, so either way would, would be fantastic. And we have clients nationally. So, um, you know, technology has made things really easy to, to be able to work with people and, and continue to provide value. So um, geographically, it doesn't matter as long as you're in the U.S. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, when you're done, make sure that my I spelled everything right quickly. Well, I was if I okay. didn't, I'll go back. I'll go back and delete it and you can drop your links in um, for people that you know, want to reach out and have those questions, how to find you. But again, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking, to, there's a couple of gentlemen on with us, um, or work when we started, uh, we've been talking to Nicole Overcamp. She is a financial um, planner and retirement specialist. She specializes in females and in business for themselves and loves to make sure that you're financially stable and set up to succeed in life and um, watch you soar <laughs> financially. Um, and I have loved every part of all the little nuggets like I get to go back and watch this and take notes um, because you dropped so many so many very very viable things today Nicole I really appreciate you making us think about certain things and um, from a different side of things and a different perspective um, from the money side instead of from the feeling side and I think that's kind of cool and and you get a really cool way of combining both of them Um, so I really appreciate you being here this has been the Aaron Strayer Show, ladies and gentlemen. If you have any questions for Nicole, drop them in the feed here. If you're watching the replay, um, we're really glad that you're here with us. So thanks for your time. Nicole, hang on for just a second, and we'll see you right back here on the Aaron Strayer Show. Thank you.